Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fictional. We are a brand new podcast that dives into the stories of people's lives. Everyday people like you and me, or even famous people throughout history. We will even tackle the fictional from time to time too. But we also want to get you, the listener, involved. We want to hear your stories. Things that may have happened to you, a friend, a family member, or even a random neighbour of yours. Something funny, something random, something awkward. Let's just try and avoid the sad stuff, shall we? Send your stories to thetrueandthefictional at gmail.com. Send it in writing, an audio clip, or even request to come on the show. Just make sure it's actually true, because that's what makes a story so interesting. Until we have a nice collection of stories from you, the listener, we're going to dive into some of the entertaining true stories from modern history and beyond. So strap in, especially if you're driving. It's story time. Well, in in 892, not 18, 892, the Earl of Onki, after defeating and killing male Brigid the Tusk in battle, Earl Sigurd strapped his severed head to his saddle and rode back home. As he was riding, Malbrigant's teeth cut into his leg and the wound became infected, leading to Sigurd's death. (laughs) 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 Yeah, well... That's that. That'll do it. Yep. Is that what they call karma? Yeah. Um, honestly, that I, I hear the curb the enthusiasm music yeah. kicking in right there. Yeah. So uh, on today's episode, we're going back to the medieval era. We're going to get medieval on your ass. Yeah. Now it's not all medieval per se. We will go to different continents. But um, yeah. Did you know, Ryan? Mm-hmm. Did you know? I did know, Ryan. That they used to put animals on trial. Funnily enough, it does not believe. I do, it does not surprise me at all. The, there is 85 records wow. of animals being put on trial Imagine for breaking the law. Imagine if you had that job to be the, the, the court court uh, reporter yeah. on animal deaths. Today, we killed a duck. It quacked too loud. Well, ironically, that, that, that's what it was. The worst offenders were pigs. Ooh. Accused of chewing off body parts and sometimes eating children. Eating children. Well, that I can understand. Yeah. Um, most were found guilty and hanged or burned. Burned at the stake like yeah. a witch. Yeah. I like to picture them having a little witch hat on yeah. there going, I'll get you, my pretties. Um, wow. In 1386, they dressed up a convicted pig in a waistcoat, gloves, and it put a human mask on it. All for its execution. Hmm. Seems a bit kinky for my life. <laughs> I just, I just, if you were around in those days, can you come in and we can interview you? Because I know it, so I can understand. Yeah, what's going exactly. Through Please your send head. us an email. <laughs> just wow. I, I can't understand how people wow. would do and that. And if you, seriously. in fact, if you were alive in 1386, we definitely want to talk to you because how are you still alive, you vampire? <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Wow. And it looks like in 1474, a rooster was found guilty of laying an egg. <laughs> Tough on crime. Law and order SVU medieval. But how can a rooster lay an egg? A rooster is a male. Yeah, well, the eggs are primarily... Maybe it wasn't a rooster. Maybe it was a, a chicken. chicken in drag. I mean, it could have been. 
But, you know, um, you can't tell a chicken it can't be a rooster. Wow. Unless they were that drunk. Possibly. You know, but, um... Wow. Um, rats were often sent letters asking them to <laughs> leave whichever Dear house sir. they Yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> sir. You are being... You are uninvited guests into our house, little mouse. And you must leave promptly. Good day. You're being evicted. Wow. wow. <laughs> Imagine it. They've got their little mouse hole and it's just like hammered a little letter. Yeah. An eviction notice to the top <laughs> yeah. of it, just above that. Like, oh no, uh, we've got to find another hole. I don't know why they're Italian, but <laughs> probably is it because of the, what's that movie? Um, Ratatouille. Oh, there's Ratatouille, but there's also there's one going way, way Fifeful? back. Five Fools Adventure or something. Or something. American Tale. American Tale. That's yeah. it. Yes, yes. All I remember from that is, oh, what is it? There are no cats in America. No, yeah. <laughs> wow. And the wow. streets are made of cheese. I wonder um, if how many letters they got back. <laughs> and they're just like a it's just like a they've put a pencil in their mouth and written no I wonder if they try this because we've got a bit of a mouse plague in Australia right now yeah. if, if that tactic would work no Did because then you'd mouse... have to take them to tribunal and then you can't evict them for six weeks due to the moratorium on eviction because of COVID and oh, yeah. it just wouldn't work it yeah, just true. wouldn't work true. property lawyers and you know yeah. all of that but um Apparently, um, a donkey found herself the victim of unwanted sexual advances <laughs> and was proclaimed innocent after a prior defended her, declaring her to be virtuous and a well-behaved animal. <laughs> wow. Wow. I saw you cavorting around in a scantily clad bikini. <laughs> <laughs> there, um, there was also a dolphin put on trial, but I couldn't find anything about, you know... Why? But, That's um, because dolphins are so smart they had good lawyers. Yeah. And they got their records expunged. Yeah. Mm, true. There you that go. That makes sense. But um, yeah, if you want, there's actually a book on, on all of this that I didn't have time to read. But um, it's called The Criminal Prosecution and Capital Punishment of Animals by Edwin Payson, Edward Payson Evans. First published in 1906. Um, Not yeah, much to so, read back then by the looks of I it. I don't know. I. It, I if I was in a bookshop and I saw a book that was called The Criminal Prosecution and Capital You'd Punishment probably buy it, was, you? I would just pick it up and go, yes, please. Okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> have you ever wanted to get divorced? <laughs> now is the time. <laughs> Say to your wife or husband, I don't love you anymore. I'm going to divorce you by combat. <laughs> Couples in medieval Germany didn't waste any time when it came to solving their disputes. Rather than just arguing like any normal couple, they took to the ring. Oh, this is WWE <laughs> German style. Not quite. Um, trial by single combat was a popular way to solve disagreements. And when the man and wife were fighting, there were bizarre restrictions. For example, the husband must stand in a hole with a hand behind his back while a wife ran around with the sack filled of rocks. Now, where's the equality in that? I really hope my wife doesn't listen to this podcast because... It's just, I would well, be in that you, you, hole you, quicker you, you than. You wouldn't have arguments like that, though. Like, I don't, I don't agree with your choice of dinner tonight. Get out to the <laughs> hole, stand in the hole. I'm getting the rocks. Wow, that's yeah. uh, German. Do I say more? Yeah. If you've ever been involved in a divorce by combat, send us an email. At, <laughs> wow, that's all I can say. Oh my god. Yeah. So. Now, another favourite of mine. We, we, we are going to... Oh, I can't even pronounce her name. 
Cthulhu. It looks like Cthulhu. Yeah, well, let's go with that. She was called the Wrestler Princess. Ah. She lived 12, from 1260 to 1306. Okay, so she technically could have been signed by Vince McMahon because he's about that old. So. Well, she was Genghis Khan's great-great-grandmother. Ah, okay. All right. This, this, is, this is amazing, this story. See, Marco Polo described her... Um, sometimes she would quit her father's side and make a dash at the host of the enemy, see some man there out as deftly as a hawk pounces on a bird and carry him to her father. <laughs> and this she did many a time. Wow. Just, you know, oh, oh what, you want that bad guy general? <laughs> <laughs> so Papa Kaidu, her father, desperately wanted to see his daughter married. But she refused to do so unless her potential suitor was able to beat her in wrestling. And not wrestling in brackets, actual wrestling. Yeah. So, I mean, I think she had four, like 14 brothers or something. Wow. <laughs> like she was like the only girl. Um, so she set up a standing offer available to all comers. Beat her and she'd marry you. Lose and you would give her 100 horses. <laughs> In the end, she ended up with 10,000 horses and no husband. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Marco Polo tells of a time where a cockier-than-average suitor challenged her. This dude was so confident that he bet 1,000 horses instead of the usual 100. Apparently, he was such a decent fella, too, because Kaidu and his wife really dug him. Her parents approached her privately and begged her to throw the match. <laughs> Lose intentionally so you can marry this totally decent guy. Um, she walked away from that match 1,000 horses richer. Wow. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Look, hats off to her. If she, she's got, she had an idea, she's got her principles, and she stuck to it. Yeah. I would like, I'd be interested to know if she ever got married. No. Never. Never. Never? But she had a lot of horses. She, yeah, she had like 10,000 horses. Wow. She could resell those and make a lot of money. Yeah. And then never have to worry about a man in her life. She, is she like the equivalent of like like a, an old school one punch man? Possibly. She walks around all sad because no one can... Well, this sounds like she just didn't want to get married, to be honest. Well, yeah, exactly. And she just found a way to make it profitable. Because <laughs> if she... I mean, wow, that's... 10,000 horses. Pretty That's pretty impressive. That's very, very impressive. You know, I think she could have got a better deal, but, you know. No, but then, you know, I mean, it was the, you know, the 1200s. <laughs> yeah, true. So I can, I can understand where she's coming from, but wow, that's pretty damn impressive. So she must have been quite strong. But when you're coming from Genghis Khan, yeah. I mean, I played Ghost of Tsushima. So, <laughs> you know, those Mongols, man, they can fight. I think I would have preferred to have a wrestling match in the middle of that. Yeah, oh, look, I would, I, if <laughs> I was alive, I definitely, I could have put on, I could have, I could have been the agent and I could have put on a marquee match, <laughs> put it on pay per view, put it, put it out to the world. And by pay per view, I mean they just come in and watch and sit around and we write, we draw pictures and post it to other people. I could have promoted the crap out of that, seriously, and made an actual wrestling league. With the amount of wrestling knowledge in my mind. Well, all right. Who would you, who would you want to put her up against? Like, if you've got, because you're a wrestling man. Yeah. Any wrestler throughout yeah. history. Okay. Versus the warrior. Yeah. The, the the. There's a couple that come to mind. 
Um, I honestly think I'd probably put her up against Ric Flair's daughter, Charlotte. She's pretty athletic. She's pretty impressive. She knows that she's from, same as um, this lady's from royalty, Genghis yeah. Khan. She's from essentially one of the greatest wrestlers in all time. But, but, but she, she, does, she would annihilate her because she's taken on dudes. Exactly. So that's where <laughs> I'm know? thinking. That's where I'm thinking. There was, a, there was a, a famous wrestler. She doesn't wrestle anymore. Called Awesome Kong. Yeah. She was huge, powerful. She was, I think, probably in kilo equivalent, probably about two hundred kilos. Has she got one thousand horses? No, she got a lot of money though. <laughs> So you a lot of money. Probably have to buy all the horses. Yes. And then... Oh, she could afford to buy the thousand horses. <laughs> I would bill it. I would bill it as the battle of the ages. Yeah. Middle ages. Yeah. Versus <laughs> current age. I reckon. I reckon out of all of them. But then, if she's into into gender matches, because she's wrestling men. Yeah. Well, the whole purpose is to get married. So. I'd probably put her up against The Rock. Now. Ooh. He's built. So, but has he seen war? I reckon he would. He would be if she likes him. If she's impressive, she yeah. likes impressive men. He would just walk up, make those pecs flex, flex a little <laughs> bit, distract her, give her the people's elbow, yeah. followed by the people's something else. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon the Rock. The Rock. Rock. If you put Rock in a match, he's my winner all the time. Hands down. Always The Rock. Always The Rock. Always. Only one movie of his that I haven't seen that I can't sit through. And <laughs> I've seen everything he's done. TV shows, wrestling. I grew up on The Rock. Yeah. But there's just one movie I can't... The Fast and the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. I just... I've tried to watch it. I've gotten to 20 minute mark twice. Yeah. And I cannot get past it. Hmm. But yes, I, that's how I would build it. It'll be the Battle of the Ages on pay-per-view. Live on Fight TV. <laughs> And if Fight TV are listening and you want to sponsor this podcast, that's perfectly fine. I pay for your fine product now, but I'd love to get it for free. Just build us a time machine so we can go back in time and watch these matches. Well, see, and that's where that's where we'd get in touch with. See, Elon this Musk. is how we'd build it. Elon Musk would, he would be in. He no, would he be would, in. Would oh, be the, the Rock man. can afford to pay Elon Musk. See, the Rock is such a nice guy. He would do the match pro bono. Right. He would pay for the time machine. We'd go back and get. Genghis Khan, great granddaughter, great great granddaughter. So, it, it, are you pitching me Bill and Ted's? Pretty much, four? yeah. <laughs> Spon- WWE, Bill and Ted. Or would we take The Rock back to her time? Um, I, it, will, it would be it have to be his choice because I honestly think we'd have to bring her here because if you want to make yeah. money out of it with pay per views and stuff like that, yeah. you have to bring it to a time where there is actually TV. Yeah, or or you could bring a camera crew back and film it, but there's, there's a chance that they uh, might get. So to be no, I honestly think if we're the doing safe, this, the safest this is thing live. for everyone, the safest thing for everyone, bring is her to bring her forward. Yeah, it has to be live. None of this pre-taped rubbish. Yeah. But yeah, that's how I'd bill it. But that's a whole another podcast. Or you could probably just make as much money if you time travel an audience there. Yeah, but see, then too many things can go wrong. <laughs> Haven't you heard the butterfly effect? <laughs> Oh no, but they'd be one. Oh, bring yeah, but and 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 how do we know that people always were an event, which is wrestling? People never do anything wrong. Yeah, you tell the people you need to stay within this room or within this area, yeah. or bad things are going to happen. <laughs> There's going to be a few people that are just going to go. Eh. Yeah, I mean, look at what happened with COVID when you had to wear a mask. Yeah, and people weren't wearing masks because <laughs> they're goddamn right. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So, no, we'd bring her here. 
where it's just one person coming here rather than a lot of people going back. You got to think these things through. Okay. So yes. So this has turned from the medieval <laughs> podcast to the uh, wrestling National Wrestling Alliance oh, well, podcast. Hey, no, look, it, it is still relevant. Yes, it is. But it yes, is, I I would still pick The Rock over Genghis Khan's great great granddaughter, unless I can see some tapes. I need to see some tapes of her early work on the independence, yeah. uh, and then I can make a better informed decision. Because we all know that medieval people exaggerate things. Do they? But then wrestling's predetermined and I'm the booker, so I get to yeah. pick who wins anyway. So. Wow. There you go. Wow. Anyway. Okay, then we're taking the rock there. Their turns. That's fine. I'm still the booker. I'm creating this <laughs> event. I still get to pick who wins. <laughs> and then you'll be suddenly filled with horses. <laughs> I have more horses than to know what to do with. <laughs> yeah, you have five of them crapped in, crapped, um, you know, confined to that tiny little backyard of yours. Mm, front yard, actually. No, I, I think I, if I'd got the rock to do this, uh-huh. I'd make enough money to buy a stable, yeah. at least. There's stables in Quakers Hill. I can yeah. buy those. <laughs> but yes, so if you if you, if you you know the rock and have a contact with the rock, please send us an email and I'll get this happening. If you want to see this match, and um, get us Elon Musk, get oh, me the rock and I'll make it happen. Yeah. They'd be the ones to do it. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, on that any, note. If you've got any stories you want to... Share, um, send us an email to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. And please, if you like the show, share it with your friends, pass it around. Um, and yeah. also, if you've got any ideas for shows that you'd like to hear us do, we've got a couple of ideas in the pipeline. But if you've got any topics you want us to look into doing, we're more than happy to take suggestions as well. Essentially, we need your stories, yes, definitely all stories because we've been doing a lot of googling. Yes. I'm just hoping that the internet isn't lying to us. Well, see, um, that's 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 the risk we take, and that's why we are called the true and, and the fictional. fictional. To cover our bases. Exactly. Anyway, see you next time. See you next time.